Dance Your Heart on Fire podcast episode number 110. Welcome to the Dance Your Heart on Fire podcast, the podcast dedicated to inspiring dancers worldwide whose hearts have been touched by music and dance. The universal language of dance and music is spoken by many of us throughout the world. We want to motivate the dancer in you by sharing stories, insights, and ideas to enhance your journey. Join us now with your host, Charles Ogar. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Dance Your Heart on Fire podcast. Hello, it's it's been a while since I've been on the show with you all. I apologize for my absence, but yeah, looking back on 2022, this has definitely been a more difficult year. For those of you that are closer in my circle, I'll go ahead and share in May. Uh, this year, my dad suffered from a stroke and that was like two months before the festival and that made organizing the festival really, really difficult. And then, yeah, after that, my dad needed care and unfortunately, he ended up passing away in October. And yeah, that definitely hit the family hard. And yeah, for myself, personally speaking, it's definitely been I needed some time to kind of like get back on track mentally with the content. But yeah, it's it's December 2022 and getting back into the swing of things. And yeah, I wanted to finish this idea that I had towards the end of September after I had uh, hosted the Jack and Jill at the Boston Kizoma Festival. I want to give a shout out to CJ and Bruna for letting me come to your festival and offer that for you guys. It was a wonderful time. Um, but yes, that's the reason why the content have been kind of like off schedule, but I am getting back onto the saddle to kind of like get back on track again. So yeah, uh, my idea for this particular podcast was since the Jack and Jill's are newer to the urban kids scene and we're trying to convince more people to participate in the Jack and Jill because I believe in the benefits of them. I definitely wanted to get into the minds of the competitors and those people who had competed already in the Jack and Jills. And so my idea was to ask them all the same questions and get them to send me back some audio for them to share their thoughts. The questions that I gave to them were basically pretty simple. I'll share them with you right now. That's what's your name? Where do you live? How long have you been dancing? And what division have you competed in? And then I asked them what convinced you initially to sign up for the Jack and Jills. Uh, the next question was, how would you summarize your J&J experience so far? And the last question was, what would you tell someone who is considering to compete in a Jack and Jill? So my goal was to kind of leave it open ended. I didn't want it to like bias them or push them towards a particular direction. And I wanted them to share their experiences authentically. And after I was getting and collecting these audios from all the different competitors, I think we have about 12 of them here that you'll hear on the podcast from the Urban Kids side. I did reach out to two of my friends, uh, Elijah from 
Phoenix and Elena Rovito from DC who have been competing for some years now in Jack and Jill. They're also both judge and they're also local instructors in their scenes as well. And I wanted to kind of pick their brains a little bit on, across that same spectrum. Obviously their experience is going to be different since they've been doing it for longer. And they're also on the judging side as well to kind of like shed some light on like the long-term vision for the Jack and Jill's as well. And I do want to do another podcast down the line that will get more into the history of the Jack and Jill, the pros and cons of the Jack and Jill's from the West Coast swing scene to the Brazilian Zook scene, and now the urban kids scene. But for now, let's keep this podcast focused on the competitors experience and their mindset. So without further ado, here are the urban kids competitors alphabetically. So Alyssa, if you're listening, you are up first. Hey, Charles. Um, I saw your message and of course, I'm more than happy to contribute to your questionnaire and I will try to keep it kind of short and sweet, but fair warning, I am known to ramble a tiny bit. Um, so anyway, let's get started. Uh, my name is Alyssa Correa. I am based out in Charlottesville, Virginia. I have been dancing since 2019, having started in salsa and bachata, but I've been dancing kizomba and urban keys specifically for only like a year and a quarter. I've competed in both neo keys and Boston for this year. The former as a novice follow and the latter as intermediate. As far as what prompted me to do this, that was after many hours and many messages sent between coaches and friends. Um, but ultimately, I went for it because I wanted to take the opportunity to really step out of my comfort zone. And I figured, what better way to do that than to uh, dance in front of a crowd? <laughs> um, and that really was was it. And thankfully, I had as I was fretting over this, I had friends to remind me that the most important thing was that I have a good time, right? And if I was thinking about it and I still thought, you know, like I'd still have fun, then there wasn't a reason to at least not try it. And I'm glad that I did because my experience so far has been fabulous. I mean, like it's nerve wracking <laughs> to be in front of a crowd. And after my first experience, I had to like hightail it up to my hotel room and take an Advil and just like be in the dark for a bit because I was so stressed that I gave myself a headache. But the second time was much better. <laughs> and I've had a lot of fun. I've had a lot of fun. As far as what to tell anyone who's thinking about signing up for a J&J &J in the future, I would say just do it. <laughs> At least try it. And, you know, who knows, maybe you'll actually take to it. But I had a friend remind me before this most recent one that really at the at the end of it all, it's really just you and the other person and the vibes. And as long as you keep that in mind, you know, what happens, happens. Hey, Charles. So here goes. Uh, my name is Ariane Tashro Otis. I live in Montreal and I've been dancing since 2009 and dancing Urban Kids since about 2017. Um, 
I competed in the novice division and it was my first competition for urban kids. Uh, so initially, I just wanted to sign up to get a feel for what it was like to compete for urban kids. I'd done other Jack and Jill's for other dances, but it was my first time for uh, for urban. So I just wanted to get a feel for it, try new things and uh, and yeah, have fun with it. Um, I really like the experience of the Jack and Jill. I think it's a great way for you to, you know, practice. It's a good way for you to practice being in front of people and dancing, getting out of your comfort zone. Um, and it's just the experience generally was great. Uh, you get to connect with other dancers that you probably haven't met before. And then when you see them on the dance floor at night, you know, you already have that connection. So that's a great way to socialize as well. Also, if people watch you uh, dancing, then afterwards, you know, they come up to you and talk to you a little bit, find out where you're from. So I think it's a great way to just make new connections and uh, and being in the competition itself i think it's a great way to assess your level to know what you have to practice because if you get nervous about certain moves or something doesn't work with a certain partner then it's a great way for you to reassess and possibly work on some new things and i really like the format uh, i think it was a great way to organize uh, everything Uh, and it really helps you get comfortable with being watched by people when you dance, which is also something that I was looking forward to. So for those considering getting into the Jack and Jill's, honestly, just have fun with it. I think it's a it, you don't have to take yourself too seriously. It's really all in good fun. And uh, and you just have to think about your partner, thinking, think about the musical connection. And that's really all it was for me was having fun with new partners and just trying out new things and seeing where the music takes us. So it was a great thing. Thanks. Catherine's Jack and Jill experience. My name is Catherine Alice Boboff, and most people call me Catherine. I live in Seattle, Washington in the U.S. I've been dancing for a bit over a year. I took my first Kizomba drop-in class in May of 2021, and I decided to take privates right after with Lex. My first Jack and Jill ever was at the New Kids Festival in July in Austin, and the second one was in Boston at the Boston Kizumba Festival this September. I competed both times in the intermediate Jack and Jill division. My friend Yao signed up to give himself a goal to work towards and I'm continuously impressed by how much he pushes himself and I decided to do the same. I figured it would be a great opportunity that would help me start training myself to be comfortable in situations where I'm dancing in front of a crowd. Like I get extremely nervous when there are more than two pairs of eyes watching me do anything. And this was a great opportunity for me to learn to start to manage my nerves early on. My experience at each one was different. I had a lot of anxiety the couple of days leading up to New Kids, but I had so many people who were supportive and who encouraged me that by the time I got to competing, I was calm, especially during the finals. In Boston, it was the opposite and my nerves got the best of me in the finals. But overall, uh, my experience was a lot of fun. It was extremely challenging for me. But it was also a great icebreaker that helped me make several connections with both leads and follows who are competing, with dancers who are watching, and with some of the artists who are judging. So I think overall, people will get way more out of a Jack and Jill than they actually think they will. I would tell someone who's considering to compete to do it. If you're thinking about reasons not to, if you're holding yourself back, stop it. 
And whatever reason you might have to participate, you won't regret it. Whether it's to help you with stage fright, if you plan on teaching or competing in the future like me, uh, whether you want to challenge yourself to level up and compete with some of the strongest dancers in the U.S., whether you just want I don't, exposure or if you want a free pass to your next festival, um, whatever reason it might be, it will be a great way for you to challenge yourself in your dance journey. For me, it was a lot of fun. It was nerve wracking. It was a big adrenaline rush. And at the end of the day, you will be extremely proud of yourself. And to me, that's the best feeling. Can't beat it. Hey, guys, what's up? My name is Destiny Chisholm. I am from Phoenix, Arizona, and I have been dancing, ooh, let's see, since I was in seventh grade. So I first started out with hip hop, and then in high school, I got introduced to jazz and contemporary, a little ballet. And then once I became an adult, I ended up finding salsa and bachata. And I remember I was out dancing one night, and I saw two people dancing, urban kids, and I was like, what dance is that? What What is that? Like, what? I haven't seen this before. The music sounds kind of similar to hip hop. So automatically I made that connection and it just like blew my mind. I'm like, what? You can dance with a partner to hip hop like this? And so I ended up finding classes and haven't looked back. Completely fell in love with the dance and I've been doing it for about five to five and a half years now. Um, when I competed in the Jack and Jill, I competed in the intermediate division as a follow. And I think what really convinced me to sign up for the Jack and Jill was just trying to push myself. I feel like sometimes as dancers, especially me, we can become stagnant in our training. And you're just kind of like, eh, I'll train. I'll train eventually. I'll get to it. But what I've noticed is with the Jack and Jills, it pushes you to train because you want to do well when you go and show up and dance in front of people. And so it has given me that push that I needed to continue training, continue growing, because you're always growing and you're always learning, no matter how long you dance. And I'd say it's just been the best decision that I've made with my dancing journey so far, because it has definitely taken me out of my comfort zone. I'm used to performing in front of people, but I feel like there's something different about performing possibly with a stranger, somebody you've never danced with before and relying on that partner and pushing yourself to be able to follow them and to trust that they're going to lead you correctly. And so it's been just a really awesome, positive experience. Uh, if you have not tried a Jack and Jill and you are thinking about it, I would just say do it. I know it's nerve wracking. I know you're like, oh, man, my nerves are going to be all over the place. And they will be. <laughs> but it will push you so much and it will help you grow and elevate your dancing. And so my advice is don't be afraid. Just sign up. Push yourself. You'll notice a difference in your dancing and it'll it'll really help you out. Good day, all. My name is Drew. I'm based out of the New York and New Jersey area. I've been dancing pretty much my entire life, starting out with the uh, more solo styles, dancehall, hip hop, and then transitioning into the more partner styles, um, partner-based styles, Latin styles after college. I've been more focused on kizomba and the, the different styles around kizomba, around semba for the past five years. Um, yeah, uh, that's that's pretty much my dance history. Uh, what convinced me to initially sign up for Jack and Jill's? 
It was a by chance kind of a thing. I um, saw the opportunity to jump into Jack and Jill's and really said, why not? Told myself, you know what, if I, if I watched the competition and feel like I would have placed, I'd probably regret it by the time I got back home. So yeah, that was my um, first motivation to sign up for the Jack and Jill's at Neo Kids 2022. Uh, my experience with the Jack and Jill's has been an eye-opening one, really. Um, I've been, as I said, I've been dancing for the past, um, or my entire life, more focused on Kizomba for the past five years. But dancing in front of a crowd with a random partner to random music, I, it's one of the few experiences that has got my nerves going a little bit recently. So it's it's been uh, it's been interesting, so to speak. Yeah. That's 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 the way I'll describe it. I would tell someone, hey, if it's a, it can be an eye-opening experience. It can be, you know, a way to track your progress, get feedback, put yourself under the spotlight for a little bit, and really give yourself a little bit of accountability. Um, and I think that's one of the more important factors when it comes to dancing. You have to be able to, you know, receive feedback. Um, going to the judges or people watching and be able to get feedback on your dance um, and, you know, be able to grow from that. So, like, if anything from the Jack and Jill experience so far, it's one of the major things that I've gotten from that, which has been limited in other experiences, is true feedback. And that's that's super valuable for me. My name is Dylan, based in Providence, Rhode Island, and I've been dancing Kizomba and Urban Kiz for the past three years. I recently competed in the intermediate division of the J&J at Boston Kizomba Festival and made it to the final round. What initially convinced me to sign up for the J&Js was the opportunity to challenge myself uh, beyond the environment that I'd been in, beyond the expectations that I originally had for myself, and also take an opportunity to see what I could put out there and what I could express when the moment arose. So there was actually a lot, a lot of uh, fear surrounding that. And I was very, very close to not doing it and only did because I know that that which I fear is that sometimes what I have to lean into and go towards, uh, you know, just to go out on the dance floor and uh, actively asked to be viewed by everyone, potentially judged, all of these different things. Uh, but the key is to see it as an opportunity more so than something to be afraid of. The experience was incredible. I got to learn what areas I need to improve in. I got to learn what I'm capable of. And I got to learn about how this competition, this experience is there not to rank, but to drive forward the process of creation, both at scale and individually. So what I would tell to someone who is considering competing in a J&J &J right now, I know it's scary. I know it may even be terrifying. It might be exciting. It might be uh, a whole host of emotions, but do yourself a favor and go for it anyways. You know, the worst thing that can happen is uh, you get out there and you enjoy it anyways, you know, regardless of the outcome, regardless of the result, it's a learning opportunity. It's a challenging opportunity. It's one that's for growth and everyone truly appreciates each person stepping out to express their own light. So go for it. This is Eddie, a.k.a. DJ Hondo, coming to you straight from Dallas, Texas. I've been dancing Urban Kiz and Kizomba for just over 10 years now. 
it's really quite crazy to realize that I've been dancing for over a decade, but it's been quite the journey and I'm very grateful for everything that I've learned and all the experiences that I've experienced up to this point. My initial desire to enter the Jack and Jill competition came from the desire to just want to improve myself. I think one of the best ways to push yourself out of your own comfort zone is to enter competition, especially when you're competing against some of the best in the nation. It really challenges you and it forces you to grow in the heat of the moment in ways that you don't normally get to experience. The second part to that, I wanted to inspire others that for one, like new people that are coming into the scene, you know, sometimes when new people that are coming into the scene, they see people that are quote unquote veterans in the scene or are maybe even somebody that they might have looked up to enter the competition. It inspires them to kind of do the same. I remember getting a, quite a few messages prior to these competitions from people that needed that just that extra push and a little bit more confidence to like either enter the competition or even push themselves to a higher level within the competition. So I'm really grateful and very honored that, you know, I can be that person for some people. I really enjoy the element of the Jack and Jill competition and festivals. I think it was a key element that was really needed within the scene. I think, especially in dances like Urban Kids, people need a little extra push and they need to find ways to push themselves out of their comfort zone. And I think the idea of competition in a safe and friendly manner is definitely healthy and definitely needed in this scene to push people to strive to get better because now you're inspiring people not to just enter the competition but also to train outside of the festival to prepare for the competition and even after the competition i already had conversations with people where they're fired up they're motivated they want to go back to their cities and inspire others and this is where huge growth happens the national scale so this once again it was really a, a really great factor added into it, the festivals what advice would i give to somebody that is entering the competition don't get so caught up in the results of the competition, whether you win, lose or anything like that. Focus more on like what is your primary goal outside of winning and losing. Also, there with this this competition, you know, there are many factors that are just simply out of your control um, and it really helps to like level out the playing field. You're not going to know who you're going to partner up with. You're not going to know what music is going to be given to you. So these elements make it really difficult to like train with a specific person. I would focus on just having enough training to feel confident in your own dance. And then while you're in the heat of the moment, just have fun with it. You know, play to the crowd. It is also there even though it's being judged on technicality, um, there is an element of showmanship. And if you can play to the crowd and play to your judges, you know, that's definitely going to work in your favor for sure. And I also want to give a shout out to Charles. I uh, really appreciate your vision and bringing this element to festivals. 
it's a really great added piece and thank you for giving us a platform to grow ourselves appreciate you my name is emily hurley i recently moved to montreal quebec but previously i grew up in alberta i competed in the intermediate division at the boston kizomba festival uh, when I was younger, I did dance and music, so I did lots of performances and competitions with those. Um, I've always enjoyed performing and competing, so I thought this uh, Jack and Jill would be a great opportunity to do some more of that. Uh, my Jack and Jill experience so far has been very fun and very positive for the most part. All the competitors were uh, really friendly and supportive, and everything was well organized, which reduced the stress. If I knew someone uh, was trying to decide whether or not to compete, I tell them to just go for it. Approach it with an attitude of having fun and don't take it too seriously, but still do your best. Um, it's not going to hurt to at least try and put yourself out there. Hi, my name is Emmanuel. I live in St. Louis, Missouri. I've been dancing KISS for around three years now and I competed in the intermediate division. What originally convinced me to sign up for the Jack and Jill were my friends. Um, you know, they, they wanted me um, to push myself, um, so they recommended uh, I sign up. My overall experience in the Jack and Jill so far has been great. I am a really shy person, so dancing in front of people for me is nerve-wracking. So on that front, personally, I'm really happy that I pushed myself to do it. And as far as the Jack and Jill itself, um, the organization of it and everything um, was top-notch. So I, I really, really enjoy the experience. What I will tell someone that is considering competing is go ahead and do it. Yeah, you're going to be nervous. Yeah, you're probably going to be shaking. But the possibly feedback that you will get from anyone just from you know for pushing yourself it's amazing and then the fact that you're pushing yourself to dance in front of others um it can only help you improve um your dance so i encourage anyone to do it uh either novice or intermediate whatever you see fit but but do it Hello, hello, hello. My name is Eugene Cleveland, otherwise known as Tin Man in the Dance Community. I live in Rochester, New York. I have been dancing for 22 years in general, specifically seven years for Urban Kids, Kizomba. This year, I competed in the intermediate division at Boston Kizomba Festival. Initially, I was convinced to sign up for the Jack and Jill by Eddie Alejandro uh, here in the dance community. We decided that it was a good idea for the teachers, the instructors of North America to start inspiring the community to enter things like the Jack and Jill, to put themselves out there, to challenge themselves to get to higher levels. I would say that my experience with the Jack and Jill so far uh, is good, very good. Um, it is challenging. You don't know whom you're going to be paired up with. Um, so there are very there are a lot of things that you need to pay attention to when doing a Jack and Jill, you know, like differences in heights, difference in techniques, skill level, so on and so forth. If I were to give someone advice or tell them something that would help them for considering to compete in a Jack and Jill, I would say to make sure that you are adaptable, to ensure that the dance is not simply like a social dance, it's also a performance of sorts for the audience. Good morning, afternoon, evening, or midnight, 
Wherever you're located, I want to say hello. My name is Fernando Monge, and I am based off of Phoenix, Arizona. I have been dancing now, I believe, for around six years. I discovered Kizomba, I would say probably 2016, early 2016. I found Urban Kiz the following week after that, I think. And I fell in love with the dance. It's been the dance that I relate to the most. It's the music that I enjoy the most. It's the connections and experiences that I've had the most in. I believe I will be dancing this if I'm permitted the rest of my life. So that being said, I wanted to get some quick thoughts about my experience with Jack and Jill out there. Uh, I was convinced originally to do this because I have a personal dogma, personal philosophy, whatever it may be called, to chase fears for the fact of growth. Okay, I grew up in an abusive household. I grew up with severe social anxiety and fears, sometimes even just irrational fears. And now as an adult, I aim to take accountability for myself and make myself a better person and have a continuous path of growth in whatever aspect of life that that may be. And so the Jack and Jill was something that I knew would be something that would make me nervous. And so guess what? That's the name of the game. I sign up and I'm going to do it anyways. I might be shaking in my shoes. I don't care. I know this is going to be a good time regardless. And so I ended up doing it. I would summarize my experience with this as extremely positive. Um, if there was a rating system, I would give it 30 out of 10. Uh, just phenomenal people, phenomenal uh, organizing, the music, forget about it. The, the nervousness, the thrill, it is 100% worth it. And if this is something that you have been considering doing, please, please sign up yesterday, okay? Find your next festival, find the bracket that you belong in and just do it and have an amazing time because you will not regret it. That would be my advice to you, whether you're fearful of it or you're not fearful of it or you're feeling lazy or whatever the reason is, just sign up and do it. Find the benefits for yourself. You'll, you'll realize afterwards how much, how much you enjoyed it. But yeah, that's that's my little that's my little section. Uh, thank you guys for listening. I want to give a quick shout out to my Phoenix crew. I love you all. You keep me inspired. You make me want to train harder. Um, if you're ever in Phoenix, hit me up. Uh, we can set you up with some dancing or we can do non-dance stuff as well. One final little note. If you ever spot me at a festival, please dance with me. I love dancing with everybody. I want to have an experience with you and I want to enjoy the music with you. So thank you very much, Charles, for having me. And I will see you guys on the dance floor. So hello, my name is Gary, um, real name Grincha Jelical, which people found out at the competition. <laughs> so I'm from Montreal, Quebec, Canada, and I've been dancing since 2017, uh, couples dance, uh, Kizamba, but I've been dancing every other style of dance imaginable since I was born. Um, so I last competed in the uh, Jack and Jill, uh, this year, 2022, at Boston Kizamba Festival. Um, so what initially convinced me to sign up, while well, I'm a pretty competitive person uh, at heart, I've always enjoyed competing, whether it's track and field or sports or anything else or chess or whatever. So yeah, you know, I just love, you know, challenging, my, uh, challenging myself and, um, uh, you know, competing against others, you know, who are of uh, high caliber. So that was kind of like my... Uh, Initial motivation. Um, the way I would summarize my J and J experience, well, you know, it was also a good opportunity to uh, practice my uh, stress management skills. You know, because even though I love competition, it's still a certain 
level of stress that uh, one has to endure, you know, like being exposed to criticism, uh, exposed to uh, people uh, judging and uh, observing, watching, etc. So it was a nice mesh of, you know, like really trying to have fun, enjoy and be in the present moment, uh, but also managing my stress, (laughs) you know. But Overall, I really enjoyed the experience. Um, I don't get the opportunity, you know, to, to compete in, um, in, in, in like high level, how, how would you say, like very professional, uh, professionally organized, you know, comp, uh, dance competitions. So this was kind of like one of the uh, first of few. <laughs> it's like really, really well organized, I would say. And what would you tell someone who's considering to compete in a J&J? So I guess, you know, not just not be too concerned with the um, outcome, uh, not necessarily. Um, and also understand, like, you know, a J&J is somewhat based on luck, <laughs> which is something I personally, I didn't, I didn't know that we really had to take that in consideration, you know, because me, I, I really thought that we were going to be, you know, evaluated individually. Um, and, uh, you know, I guess uh, understanding that that's how J&Js work. You, you know, there's a part in it that is based on skill, but also based on luck of the draw and who you partner up with. Um, this last J&J experience was uh, interesting because, you know, that partner I, I had at the uh, in the finals, I never danced with before. And I haven't even had the chance to dance with, I think, uh, during the socials, uh, during that festival. So it was really, really interesting, you know? So, um, so not being able to have, um, a feel of this partnership before entering the finals. So, um, so I would just, you know, I guess invite everybody who, who plans to join in the future to not get caught up into the, you know, to the uh, with the end results and understand that there is a part of it that is based on luck and that you cannot really control so it's more important to just focus on um, your, your your love of dance and uh, what you can bring to the table and 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 just the uh the joy of being able to share you know this dance of like other people and just remain in that uh positive uh energy and that is all Hello, my name is Irina, a.k.a. Upa. I am based out of New Jersey, about 30 minutes outside of New York City. I've been dancing ballroom, Latin, club-style dances for about 28 years um, in Kizomba Semba since 2014. I competed as a lead in the intermediate division um, and was placed fifth alongside my partner Yumi at the Boston Kizomba Festival. Altogether, I have done over a decade of competitive dancing in my life, and I have always enjoyed competitions and performing. Signing up for the J&J was actually a very last-minute decision, um, but I wanted to challenge myself as a lead, and this felt like the right opportunity to do so. I would say that my J&J experience was exciting and shrouded in mystery. I did not know how these were conducted or what the rules were. Um, And as a competitor, you don't know what songs you will get or who your partner will be. So you are left really just trusting yourself and the process. And I love that. Um, I feel grateful for the experience and it means a lot to be a finalist as a female lead. I hope that this encourages other female leads to just work hard and go for it. 
If you are looking for a wonderful opportunity for growth um, and a safe space with the dopest energy from a very supportive community, um, this is it. <laughs> that simple. The only thing you have to lose is the chance to experience it for yourself. So it's, you know, just do it. <laughs> Hello, Charles. This is Jahaira Vera from Phoenix, Arizona. Um, I just wanted to come in and say that I just really enjoyed the Jack and Jill that I just participated in. I've been dancing for, uh, a couple of years now in, in a couple different styles, uh, but Urban Kiss specifically is something I've been really focusing on heavily in the last year and a half um, with my partner, Ross DiGiulio. Um, but the, the Jack and Jill that we just participated in at the Boston Kizomba Festival and also at your Neo Kiss Festival have been really inspiring. Um, in summary, I just want to say that competing and creating an atmosphere that is more structured versus social dancing, which is super enjoyable as well. But the competitive aspect has really given us a lot of a drive. Um, we actually train for it. We train for the Jack and Jills. We create things like the drills that you provided us in the past, like musicality, technique, all the things that are mentioned in the Jack and Jills are something we take into our training aspect. And it's been a really enjoyable process participating in this. So yeah, really enjoy that you're doing this. Um, I would definitely say that if someone's ever considering comp competing in a Jack and Jill, um, that they go in to have fun, right? You don't have to train the way that we train, but, um, you know, looking at the rubric that you mentioned in, in your website, talking about what are the key aspects that the Jack and Jill um, is representing is something that the competitors have to also consider as well. Um, but overall, it's super fun. My favorite part really is meeting people, dancing with people in the, the finals and the semifinals. Um, that's been awesome because I've been able to make connections with other uh, infatuated dancers. Um, so that's been probably my favorite part. Thank you so much. Uh, I will see you at the next event. I hope you have a great day. My name is Dylan, based in Providence, Rhode Island, and I've been dancing Kizomba and Urban Kiss for the past three years. I recently competed in the intermediate division of the J&J &J at Boston Kizomba Festival and made it to the final round. What initially convinced me to sign up for the J&Js was the opportunity to challenge myself uh, beyond the environment that I'd been in, beyond the expectations that I originally had for myself, and also take an opportunity to see what I could put out there and what I could express when the moment arose. So there was actually a lot, a lot of uh, fear surrounding that. And I was very, very close to not doing it and only did because I know that that which I fear is that sometimes what I have to lean into and go towards, you know, just to go out on the dance floor and uh, actively ask to be viewed by everyone, potentially judged, all of these different things. Uh, but the key is to see it as an opportunity more so than something to be afraid of. The experience was incredible. I got to learn what areas I need to improve in. I got to learn what I'm capable of. And I got to learn about how this competition, this experience is there not to rank, but to drive forward the process of creation, both at scale and individually. So what I would tell to someone who is 
considering competing in a J&J right now. I know it's scary. I know it may even be terrifying. Terrifying. It might be exciting. It might be uh, a whole host of emotions. But do yourself a favor and go for it anyways. You know, the worst thing that can happen is uh, you get out there and you enjoy it anyways. You know, regardless of the outcome, regardless of the result, it's a learning opportunity. It's a challenging opportunity. It's one that's for growth. And everyone truly appreciates each person stepping out to express their own light. So go for it. Hello, uh, my name is Joe Gray, and uh, I live in the San Francisco Bay Area. I've been dancing Urban Kiz and Kizomba for uh, three or four years. I competed in one Jack and Jill in Boston in the intermediate division. I decided to uh, sign up sort of last minute. Um, I basically had some friends who were encouraging me to do it. Um, and having watched the one at Neo Kids, it looked like fun and that um, I just wanted to try it out. The experience of competing, I, I think I would say I have mixed feelings. Um, I'm really glad that I did it and I enjoyed doing it. It was fun. Uh, but also there was a, a lot of uh, just stress-related anxiety and just, uh, yeah, just the stress of competing and the whole idea of trying to, you know, be better than others or um, trying to present your style and dance in in the most presentable way uh, for the judges. If someone was considering competing in a, in a Jack and Jill, um, I would recommend it for the experience. It's, it's fun to dance with different people and in front of an audience. And also, if someone was considering this, I would, you know, ask them like, you know, why are you doing it? Uh, because I think the reasons are important. If you're doing it for fun and experience, then I think it's that's those are great reasons to do it. If you're doing it to win um, or to be better than others, then, you know, it might not be the best reason to compete, even though that is sort of the goal when you're competing. I'm personally a competitive person, so... I'm always I'm always trying to be better and improve my on my own, um, and so the Jack and Jill is a nice way to bring some friendly competition uh, into the mix. Uh, my experience with the other competitors was that they were all very uh, nice and supportive and encouraging, um, as well as the judges. So overall, it was a great experience. My name is Casey Williams. I live in St. Louis, Missouri. I've been dancing my entire life. For the most part, but I was introduced to Kizomba in around 2016, I believe, for the Jack and Jill competition. Each time I've done it, I have competed in the intermediate category. This is because according to the criteria, the amount of years I've been dancing and the fact that I have taught locally would put me in that category. I initially signed up for the Jack and Jill because I love to compete. I think competing, it is challenging, but it's always a fun experience. And I'm the type of person that doesn't really like to stand around and watch other people do things. I like to participate. So when I knew there was a competition, I knew I wanted to sign up for it. My experience so far has been really great. Each time that I've competed, I've been matched up with leads that I've never danced with before. So it's nice getting 
to meet new people and experience different styles and try to adapt to them on the fly while someone is watching you and judging you on it. To anyone that is considering competing, I would say just do it. If you're afraid, that's okay. Fear is just another emotion that everyone experiences. But if you're able to push yourself and do something that you're not comfortable with, that is how you grow in life and in your dancing journey. So I would encourage anyone, even considering it a little bit, to do it. And now for a quick word from our sponsors. This episode is sponsored by the 7th Annual Neokism Festival coming up July 20th to the 24th in Austin, Texas. If you've been around the urban kids scene, you know that the Neokids Festival has been dedicated to giving you a world-class urban kids experience right here in North America. And fun fact, Neokids 2019 before the pandemic was the very first festival to actually host an urban kids Jack and Jill. And we're excited that this is starting to pick up at other festivals around the country. So with that being said, the Jack and Jill registration for Neo Kids 2023 is open right now. If you want to compete again and get that going, we're going to have the novice, intermediate and all-star divisions. So don't hesitate. You can go to neokidsfest.com and grab your pass. And you know, we're going to have the pool parties, the Jack and Jills, the day socials, and so much more here guaranteed urban kids experience that's going to be so enjoyable for you all we can't wait to see you again and save a little bit on your pass with promo code neokids10 that'll take 10 percent off your pass this podcast is also sponsored by my new dance project which is a coding project called wherecanwedance.com I don't know about you, but I got fed up of joining all these chats and all these Facebook groups and not being able to see dance events from different dance styles and things of that nature. So my vision was to create kind of like an Airbnb for dance events across the world. And that is what you can find right now at wherecanwedance.com. You can go and search for events by dance style, by geolocation, that means continent, country, state, city, by month or year and also by the event type. Some events are weekenders, some events are retreats, some of them have the Jack and Jills, et cetera, et cetera. We are building the database and there's more and more events being added every single day. So check that out, wherecanwedance.com. Uh, finally, a central place where we can have all your dance events in one freaking place. Hello. My name is Lena and I currently live in Orlando, Florida. Um, I started dancing Kizomba and Urban Kiss in 2018. In Jack and Jill, I participated in Novice Division at Neo Kiss and um, in Intermediate Division at Boston Kizomba Festival. What convinced me to initially sign up for Jack and Jill's? Well, actually, nothing should have convinced me because I knew what it is. I participated in Jack and Jill 15 years ago um, in other dances. It was hostile competition. And I remember that fun, that drive, that energy. So I didn't hesitate a moment uh, when I saw the post about Jack and Jill. Uh, I knew that I will be competing. How would you summarize your Jack and Jill experience so far? Well, that was great experience for sure. It definitely motivates you to 
dance to grow, to develop your dance skills. And it's also a new activity for sure, uh, something new compared to everything else that you expect in other festivals. Uh, so yeah, definitely a great experience. What would you tell someone who's considering to compete in a Jack and Jill? I would tell do not hesitate, no matter what level you are, because you will definitely open some other side of you, I would say, and um, ask somebody to record you so you can, maybe you will enjoy your videos. Um, also, you can use them to ask judges or other people to give you feedback. And um, also you can criticize yourself, which is a good way to improve. So my name is Lena Deschner. I don't know if you need a last name, but yeah, my name is Lena and I live in Vancouver on the west coast of Canada in British Columbia. I've been dancing Kizomba and Urban since 2017, so just over five years. Um, and then I've competed in two Jack and Jills, um, and one was at Kiztopia, and I think that was all levels. And then uh, also at Neokiz this year, which was the intermediate um, division. And I initially signed up for Jack and Jill's as a challenge. So I, I find performing and competition quite scary. <laughs> it's definitely not. I'm more of like a feeling dancer. What draws me to the dance is connection. And um, yeah, I'm more less visual and more feeling kind of based. And so competition is scary for me. And I like to push myself to do things that are really scary sometimes to kind of grow and build confidence and push myself out of my comfort zone because I think that's really important. And also some friends of mine the second time were like, you should do it, we're doing it. And I was like, yes, <laughs> all push ourselves out of our comfort zone. So that was really dope. Shout out to Casey. How would you summarize your Jack and Jill experience? So they've been really great, honestly. I was super scared the first time. Um, many butterflies in my stomach and just a lot of stress. It was very shaky, but we made it through. And yeah, I was really really happy afterwards, always feeling really like I pushed myself and like I grew and, and yeah, really feel, just feel accomplished from making yourself do something that's scary and just putting yourself out there and usually enjoying, really enjoying those dances with my partners, regardless of the stress. And, um, and it's gotten easier the second time for sure. Also after assisting more and stuff like that, I would tell someone who's considering to compete in a Jack and Jill to have fun with it. Um, listen to the music, take your time, connect with your partner and just enjoy that experience because that's the whole point of it. It is a competition, but it's also just a way to push yourself to learn and grow. And if you focus on that, it can be a really, really beautiful experience. So yeah, hopefully that helps. Um, I think I might've answered those with a bit longer than what you said, <laughs> but I'm just kind of um, rambling my way through them to kind of share, yeah, share the experience from my end. Thank you for reaching out. Bye. My name is Natasha Barrera. I live in Sarasota, Florida, and I've been dancing for 26 years. My background is mostly ballroom dancing, different kinds of partner work, and training in different dance disciplines. I've been training in urban kids for about two years. At Neo Kids 2022, I competed as a follow in the intermediate Jack and Jill. I decided to compete for a number of reasons. Um, in my experience, I always grow as a dancer under pressure. And the Jack and Jill challenged me to focus inward, to connect and not necessarily perform. 
I'm a new Urban Kids instructor and a Jack and Jill seemed like a great way to represent my community. I really didn't know what to expect. The Jack and Jill at New Kids was such a positive experience. I loved every minute of it. Everyone I danced with, I was meeting them for the first time, dancing for the first time, and they were warm, encouraging, and patient. Um, The dancers really had such a wide range of experience. There were students, there were instructors, some that were teaching and assisting during Neokids, which was really, really cool. Um, We were all cheering for each other. It was a very positive, positive experience as a competitor. To anyone considering competing in a Jack and Jill, just do it. It's not about the results. It's not about what people think. It really is uh, getting to be vulnerable and giving of ourselves through dance. The overall energy of the room was electric and I was very inspired by everyone who competed and I'm really glad that I did the Jack and Jill. I hope that more dancers from my community will step up and really go for it in the future. I would say definitely tell your friends. One of the best parts was having all of my friends and some of my teachers in the room. So anytime I got nervous, I could look over and they'd be like, yes, you've got this. (laughs) So definitely do that. Get your friends and go out there and have fun. Good luck. My name is Ni Ashikwe, but all my friends call me Ni. I currently live in New York. Uh, I moved here about five years ago from Chicago. I've been dancing for some 20 years. Um, My dance journey began with salsa and bachata, and then I dabbled in merengue and cha-cha-cha along the way. Then eventually I found my way to my current passions, which include Brazilian Zouk, Kizomba, Urban Kiz, and Kizomba Fusion. This year, I had the pleasure of participating in the intermediate division of Urban Kiz at the Jack and Jill competition hosted at the Boston Kizomba Festival by Charles Ogar, aka Mr. Neo Kiz. I'm usually competition averse, perhaps because as a highly sensitive empath, it can be a bit much for me to be in the spotlight. And I tend to love just being in the moment, absent of expectation or outside attention. Or perhaps because I never really signed up for experiences that required me to do so. Hmm. Food for thought. A friend of mine expressed surprise that I wasn't participating in the last competition that was held at Neokiss this year and challenged me to participate in the next one. And so I decided that it was time to rise to the occasion and discover what I could learn about myself from it. You've got to love those friends that challenge you to grow by facing your fears and uncomfortable situations. My GNG experience so far has been great. It was a bit nerve-wracking at first. I was up against many, many competitors, some of whom I knew, admired, and looked up to. I'm ultimately grateful for the opportunity and experience. I'm happy for the bonding, support, cheers, and growth that came out of it. To anyone considering competing in a GNG, I say go for it. Have fun with the process and competition. Do your best and celebrate everyone that participates, regardless of the outcome. And that includes yourself. Hi there, this is Ninja, living in Norfolk, Virginia. Been dancing his umbrella dance genres for about six to seven years. And I've competed in the intermediate division so far. I decided to take place in the Jack and Jill because I wanted to challenge myself as a dancer and push out of my comfort zone, of course. So this was a way for me to show up for myself. I really like the Jack and Jills. Um, I feel like the community of dancers 
uh, have been very supportive of each other, whether that is the actual competitors or again, just um, people that are watching us. I think that it's been um, very supportive and very encouraging. And it's also a great way to dance with people that you've never danced with before. So I've really enjoyed my Jack and Jill's at least. For anyone that is considering doing a Jack and Jill, I say give it a go. I think it's quite exciting and fun, especially once you get over the nervousness. If you do, <laughs> it's just it's just a whole nother way to experience dancing and the festivals and congresses. So yeah, I say give it a go. I am Prajulita Lamishani. I'm from Nepal and I have been living in DC since 2019. I started my Kizomba journey back home in Nepal in 2018 December, where I learned about European style of Kizomba, which apparently is called modern Kizomba as for Felician. In 2019, when I came to States, I enrolled in Kizomba class in DC, thinking it to be Kizomba Fusion or Urban Kiz class, but it was a Kizomba class taught by Oscar here, who is also the organizer of one of the biggest Kizomba festivals in USA called Sawa Sawa. And then I actually knew the difference between all these dance forms under Kizomba umbrella. In the year 2019, 2020, and 2021, I took Kizomba classes as well as Urban Kids classes in DC, though it was on and off due to the pandemic. I competed in Novice Label in New Keys and Intermediate Label in Boston Kizomba Festival. What initially convinced me to sign up for Jack and Zeal in New Keys was to know where I stand as a dancer. As it is the competition, I had the belief that there would be good dancers to compete and it would be an excellent opportunity for me to know what I can or cannot do as a dancer. Second was for visibility to the crowd and networking opportunities with the competitors. Later for Boston Kizomba Festival, I signed for uh, Intermediate Label to challenge myself and see what I'm capable of doing because Intermediate meant there would be good experience leads and so I could test my follow skills and see what I am capable of doing. Uh, to summarize my Jack and Jill experience so far, I would the three words that I would uh, like to say is fun, challenging, and highly motivating. In novice level, I entered the competition with expectation to make it to the finals. I was very nervous in my initial round, and when the results came out that night, I was happy that I made it to the finals as alternate, but there was some void, and I felt that I needed to put on some work. I also felt really motivated to see people who share same passion and are very dedicated towards their dance and that highly influenced me to do better. An intermediate level, I entered the competition with no expectation of even making it to the finals. I just wanted to challenge myself and see what I can do. The intermediate leads and I must say it was a great learning experience. It was amazing to share the dance floor in the finals with these great dancers and watching them interpreting the music in their own style with their techniques was very motivating. Also, receiving the feedback about my dance and what I needed to work on from the judges was absolutely great. And it was, it, it has motivated me to work harder in the coming days. Someone who is considering to compete in Jack and Jill, go for it. 
don't compare your journey with someone else trust your journey and challenge yourself and see what you are capable of doing you might think you're not good enough but it might just be in your head so go out there with the intention to learn rather than to win have fun and just do it hello charles thank you so much for asking me to do this podcast my name is ross DiGiulio, and i'm from phoenix arizona I've been dancing since 2019. When I moved to Phoenix, I decided to learn seriously and started taking salsa and bachata classes and social dance four to five times a week. In 2020, during the pandemic, I started learning urban kids. And since then, I've started teaching and performing with my partner, Jahir Vera, in addition to traveling and performing with a bachata team. I competed in the intermediate division at both Jack and Jill's this year. I signed up for the Jack and Jill's to provide an external motivation for improving my dancing. By giving myself a date on which I had to perform on, I was able to create a more concrete routine and systematic approach to training, which helped me improve and prepare before the competitions. My experience at the two Jack and Jills this year has been really, really good. It has forced me to really look at some aspects of my dancing that I overlooked and have seen some major improvement. On top of that, it has helped build a stronger sense of community, providing a good avenue to meet and bond with other competitors and like-minded dancers. My two biggest pieces of advice for those considering Jack and Jill's would be to make sure you're having fun. People want to see enjoyment and emotion, and it is so easy to focus on the steps and moves that we forget to really connect and have fun. And secondly, would be not to measure your progress on the results. There's lots of luck involved in Jack and Jill's with who you're paired with and if the judges catch your good moments. The way to measure yourself after a J&J is to ask yourself, Am I a better dancer than I was when I started training? Thank you for organizing the J&Js this year. It's always a blast and hope to see more in the future. My name is Sabrina and I live in Quebec in Canada. I've been dancing now for around six years and I competed in my first Jack Angel in Intermediate Division. I decided to sign up for the Jack Angel as I wanted to challenge myself and also wanted to go out of my comfort zone. Uh, I think that after this time of dancing, it was time for me to try something different in my dance journey. So that's why I signed up for the Jack Angel. I'm, I've summarized my experience so far as something really interesting uh, to do. I was really nervous at first, but then uh, I realized that it was a, a good experience for me to, to try and that it will be really helpful for me, like for my confidence and to grow up as a dancer. And finally, I will tell someone that considering to compete in this type of competition that they should totally do it. Uh, this is uh, a really good experience to, to do as a dancer and you will just grow up uh, by doing doing it by yourself and you'll be proud after that. My name is Sarah Ekmalian and I'm from Massachusetts. I've been dancing since I was about five years old, but didn't find Key Zomba and Urban Keys until about a year ago. I have maybe been leading half of that. And I competed in the Novice Division in the Jack and Jill in Boston. I originally signed up after watching Jack and Jill at Neokiz and seeing Monica compete 
especially as a female lead in that, that really inspired me to do the same. My experience was a very human experience with many emotions (laughs) between being stressed and excited and proud and even disappointed. Um, And I was able to make some really unique connections and friendships with the other people who competed and made memories I won't forget. And I cannot wait to do it again. Uh, If you are considering doing the Jack and Jill, just do it. Do it scared. Do it excited. Do it for the fun of it or the challenge. Um, I promise if you throw yourself into it and make the best of it, you won't regret it. Hey guys, this is Yasmin Bogren. And I'm here to answer a couple of questions that people are interested in me since I won the Jack and Jill competition recently in Boston. All right. First question, what is your name? Well, my name is Yasmin Bobrin and I wasn't blessed with a middle name. So where do you live? I live in NYC in Harlem. How long have you been dancing? I've been dancing for seven years total. I started with salsa, you know, and eventually I went into bachata, loved that for a little moment, and then got introduced to Urban Kids, and then Kazumba, who has my heart. What division have you competed in? I competed in the intermediate level for the first time for the Jack and Jill competition. What convinced you to initially sign up for the Jack and Jill competition? Well, hmm, that's a little bit of a longer answer. For me, a couple of people was asking me, am I going to sign up for the Jack and Jill competition? And at first I was like, um, I don't know. I don't know if I'm ready to be in front of a bunch of you know people. It's a huge audience, judges that I admire. But, you know, pretty much last minute on our way to Boston, literally on our way to Boston, I decided to sign up while in the car, maybe 30 minutes or an hour close to Boston to sign up for the Jack and Jill competition. How would you summarize your Jack and Jill experience so far? Well, I feel like ever since I won first place for the competition, with Jack and Joe competition, I kind of felt excited, more motivated to be better as an individual dancer. Um, makes me want to actually compete again, kind of push myself more and see what else I can do as a dancer. And, and, you know, prove to my peers that, you know, I can grow and I can be, you know, hopefully become advanced and pro level eventually. So it just kind of sets a fire under me and you know, hopefully I can compete again in the next Jack and Joe competition. What would you tell your, what would you tell someone considering to compete in the Jack and Joe competition? Well, I would say, um, try to like sign up early because you could get prepared and, you know, get your mind, you know, set for it because you will be in front of a lot of, you know, live audience and, you know, it, it, could, it can be nerve wracking depending on the person. And also, you know, go have fun and show what you got, no matter what level you're in. If you're beginner, intermediate, you know, and yeah, that's about it. Hello, my name is Yao Alfonso Chiche, uh, based in Seattle, Washington. I've been dancing Urban Kids for about one year now and competed in Novice Division. Uh, the first thing that pushed me to sign up for the Jack and Jill was that I saw it as a goal and with a, a defined timeline that can motivate me to practice. My experience so far has been a very positive one. Uh, winning the Novi division back to back was a great feeling, but 
what I really love about Jenkins. It was living in uncertainty until the last minute, not knowing your partner. And because this really forces me to pay more attention to my partner, uh, to know their strengths, their limitations, while I dance to see what I can do and what I cannot do with uh, the particular partner. And on a personal development level, I was able to overcome the fear of dancing in front of the public and practiced uh, remaining calm under a high level of stress because that, that definitely was a, a lot of stress for my first experience. If you are considering to compete in uh, uh, Jack and Jill, uh, I would say don't don't think twice, just go for it. It's a lot of fun and you will forever cherish uh, this fun moment. I have not heard a single participant say that they did not enjoy it. All right, so that was all of our Urban Kids Jack and Jill competitors that have competed so far. Again, this was recorded around September-ish of this year, 2022. And yeah, I'm really thankful that each one of them took some time to share their thoughts and mindsets and things of that nature. I hope you guys enjoyed that as well. And for the last two, last two competitors, we're actually going to switch it to the Brazilian Zook side. And I have two good friends of mine, Elijah James and Elena Rovito. Uh, they have been competing in Jack and Jill's for a while now, and they both also judge in the Jack and Jill's from time to time as well. So I think it'll be nice to have some perspective from their end. So let's go ahead and start off with Elijah and then we'll get into Elena's response and their journey with participating in the Jack and Jill's over multiple years. My name is Elijah James and I'm from Phoenix, Arizona. I've been dancing now for about 12 years and uh, competing in Jack and Jill now for about four or five years started my way in novice and worked my way up through novice uh, intermediate as well and i'm currently in intermediate division as well as i help judge some events around the u.s originally uh what had me sign up for jack and jill's was just the idea of the excitement of dancing with a random partner and putting yourself on the spot was really exciting to me uh, I came from a background of dance of doing competitive ballroom and Latin dancing. So when I found that Jack and Jill was available in social dances like Brazilian Zouk, it was an instant like, okay, I got to try this. And it, the format seemed like a lot of fun, just being able to meet a random partner on the fly and see what kind of magic you can create with that person. And I've definitely had a lot of ups and downs within dancing Jack and Jill because every time you dance, it feels like an assessment of yourself. And sometimes it feels like this judgment. And in a way, you are being judged in a couple of different standards. But I love that challenge of being able to use that judgment and use it as a chance to improve myself as a dancer, to be able to say, okay, what is it that I liked about the way I danced this time? And what was it that I improved on from the last time I competed? Each time it gives me a structure and an outline to say, okay, I was nervous. This is how I danced. This time, the next time I competed, maybe I wasn't as nervous and I danced differently. Sometimes you're not nervous, but you still don't feel great about your dancing. So there's a whole wide spectrum of how you can critique and analyze your dancing, but hopefully it's a way that's constructive for you. Uh, recently, I was helping judge the novice division at the Brazilian Zouk World Championships. And that gave me a lot different perspective. Being able to see from the competitor side as a judge, really what it comes down to is it's most people how they manage their nerves. So the people that do the best 
typically can manage their nerves better than everyone else. Some people you go out there and you can tell they're freaking out on the inside and on the inside on the, and on the outside they're freaking out. So a lot of times I feel like whoever can manage their nerves and have a comfortable relaxed dance the best while showcasing good musicality and technique, those are the people that are often making the finals and the top 3 in the event. But it, for me it's a lifelong journey, you know, of of being able to say okay, how can I challenge myself to meet a new partner, someone maybe in a different part of the country or a different part of the world and go on the dance floor each time and challenge myself to create some magic with that person. And to people that are considering competing in Jack and Jill for the first time, I always say go for it, you know, and, and start off with the intention that you're just going to go out and have fun and do your best. And wherever you are in your dance is exactly wherever you are. There's nothing that you can do to change that once you actually start your competition. After that, you create a baseline for improvement. Just like anything, you, when you take a video of yourself, and you watch it, you can say, okay, I've improved this much in this amount of time by watching your videos. That's one of the best measurements of doing that. Same thing with Jack and Jill. You do an event, you know how you danced, you know how you felt about how you danced, and then you do another Jack and Jill six months later, a couple of months later, and you can measure that with the amount of success that you've had, with the amount of growth that you've had in your dance. And I think it's one of the best ways to put some fire under your butt and to say, okay, let me step up to the plate and really challenge myself and do this by signing up and making it official. My, uh, my Jack and Jill experience, um, I guess the best place to start would be from the very beginning. So I was a pretty new Zooker. I went to the DC Zook and Bachata Festival in 2017 and they had a Jack and Jill competition there. I don't believe that I knew it was going to happen before I arrived. But then when I got there, I heard about it. I thought, oh, that sounds like fun. And I'm a very competitive person. I love competing. I did gymnastics for many, many years. And just I like the thrill of pitting myself against myself um, and against other people. But I've always tried to focus competition more about my own improvement because comparison is the thief of joy. And if you end up, you know, comparing yourself to other people, it's it's just very detrimental um, from a competitive mindset. So signed up for the Jack and Jill. Um, at the time, I also had a lot of confidence issues about how good I was as a dancer. And I had zero expectations of even making it to the final. When I found out that I did make it to the final, I was super surprised. During the final, I got paired with Natho, who is now a teacher in Austin. And we just had some really fun dances. All I remember is that it was just fun. Um, I am really partial to the attention that you get when you're performing and dancing in front of people. Um, you can edit this part out if you want, but... I've referred to myself often as an attention whore or uh, a stage slut. <laughs> and so, yeah, I just was really enjoying myself. You know, there were a lot of people cheering for us and just made it really fun. And to my great surprise, we won. Um, so first ever Jack and Jill, pretty new Zooker. I look back at that video now and I just shake my head and smile because as a judge now, I would never let myself into finals uh, at that level. But the level was different back then. Um, Jack and Jill's were not such a huge thing yet at Zoo Congresses. They had kind of started fairly recently, if I recall, like only a year or two before that. And it I think was usually just like the pros doing things um, because this was the first that I had heard of a Jack and Jill, but I could, I could be wrong about that. I could have also just been living under a rock, but anyways, um, they, they were not as popular as they are now and the level was not as high. Um, so now you have, you know, what used to be novice is now more like newcomer and what used to be 
intermediate is now more like novice. Um, as the level got higher, more and more people found out about it, more higher level dancers started entering. So yeah, I really was lucky. I got in on it kind of on the ground floor. At the time, they were also only requiring 15 points to get out of novice uh, into intermediate. So I made it out in two competitions. I got first at that one. And then the next one that I went to was a month or two later at uh, Zukmi San Francisco. And I got second at that one. Um, and that pushed me into intermediate. And I got pushed into intermediate before I was ready, I think. I was still not really confident in my my look as a dancer and my styling and my my skill level, I don't think, was quite there either. I could follow things, but I didn't look good following them. Um, and I was very much like a, a combination-focused dancer. Uh, at that time, I was not really training connection and, you know, creativity. It was very much like, oh, I know this move and these combinations. Um, so definitely was not at a level where I felt ready to be an intermediate. Um, and I ended up not making finals in any intermediate competition that I had where I had to go through a prelim to get to the finals. I never made it to finals. Um, but it's a big ego blow, especially coming from novice and winning my first two year, you know, placing top three, my first two comps and then going to intermediate. And I think for almost a year I struggled to make finals and it definitely stung. But I think growing up in a competitive mindset, growing up being a gymnast and having that experience, helped me to cope with it um, because I was able to put things into perspective um, and it didn't like, you know, destroy my, my perception of myself as a dancer. If anything, it just motivated me to work harder. Um, because the other thing too, is that as a follow in Jack and Jill's, you don't have as much control over the dance. So if you get a lead who is not good at keeping timing or, you know, freezes up under pressure and repeats the same move over and over or isn't very musical and doesn't hit the musical hits, it can really affect your performance as a couple. So my goal for myself was to get to the point where no matter who I got in the prelims and no matter who I got in the finals, it would be clear to the judges and everybody watching that I deserved to be there. So that was kind of my goal for myself. And I began training as a lead um, because I was teaching. So I had to be able to lead because I didn't have a partner. So I did a lot of solo training as well because I didn't have a partner. Um, that really helped me a lot. Uh, because it trains your musicality when you're no longer depending on your lead to lead things and you're listening to the music yourself and listening for those hits, watching yourself in the mirror and just being very intentional about how you move your body versus kind of going through the motions. So then after, uh, let's see, 2017 through 2018 was kind of that rough patch of intermediate that I mentioned. And then after that, I started making finals and I started placing decently well. I would get like top five uh, most of the time, but I never won a competition. The best that I ever did was second place um, at various and sundry comps. And then those small points added up and December of 2019, I got second at the Denver Elevation Festival with Justin DeLay and that pushed me into advanced. And uh, I was very proud that I got to be one of the first. I was the seventh, well, sixth or seventh, because Devin and I both made it into advanced at the same time. Um, but one of the first seven follows to be in advanced in North America. I believe Christina or Hannah were the first. And then Laura, Sydney, 
I can't remember what exact order it happened in. Um, but uh, Faye, all of those follows made it in, and then me and Devin. Uh, so that was that was really cool. I felt like we were in we were in good company, just an amazing group of dancers, and I was I felt very pri- privileged to be there. I couldn't believe it when it happened. So with that shift. Uh, in January of 2019, no, sorry, 2020, Reno Latin Dance Festival rolled around and they did not have enough pros at the competitions who were certified to judge. So Larissa asked if Devin and I could complete the judges training and we did. And it was a very quick, very uh, rigorous process. And then we judged the Jack and Jill in uh, Reno, both novice and intermediate. And I found that I loved the process of judging almost as much as I loved competing because it was a challenge and it was fun to watch other people kind of be in the hot seat for once. And it felt good to be able to be on that side so that when people came to me and, and asked, they felt comfortable. Um, I feel like because I was a new ish judge and someone who a lot of those competitors considered a friend, it felt very good to be able to be in that position and offer advice, um, in a way that was, uh, helpful to them. So after that happened, I ended up judging the competition in Mexico, Zuka Mex. And uh, another competition in DC, I believe at the Zuki Zook Festival or DC Zook and Bachata Festival. So that was the transition into judging. Did not happen on purpose, was not planned, but definitely was a welcome step in the Jack and Jill journey. So now I am in this fun position where I am in the advanced level and I'm judging Jack and Jill's and a lot of people are coming to me for advice. And the main advice that I'm giving people revolves around putting things into perspective, not letting Jack and Jill's define how you feel about yourself as a dancer, explaining how randomized it is, how finessed and nuanced it is that scores can be a point or two difference apart from each other. But all of that only helps so much. Um, A lot of people get really invested in these competitions. They get really invested in the outcome. And it doesn't help that they're also paying to be there. It's not a huge amount. I think it's like $20 to $25 to enter in a competition. But people see that as an investment and they start placing a lot of value on the outcome. So I'm always trying to help people reframe it to frame it as this is going to just show you where your weaknesses are as a dancer. This is a learning experience. You know, all of those types of qualifications to help people to remember that this is not like a life or death situation. It's not something that should have a lot of importance placed on it. One of the things that I think could help with that is if the atmosphere of the competitions was a little bit less serious, which depends on the Congress and depends on who's in the competition. I've been to festivals where the Jack and Jill felt almost just more like a fun thing. And a fun activity that everyone was enjoying together. And the mentality that people had about the outcome was very different. I've been to competitions where people felt like the atmosphere was very serious and were super attached to the outcome. And to be honest, I'm not sure what can be done about that type of atmosphere. I would have to 
pay a lot of attention at a lot of Jack and Jill's and figure out exactly what is creating the atmosphere and what's creating the, the mood surrounding the competition. Um, so unfortunately I haven't really delved into that yet, but the other thing that I tell people for advice is that training for a Jack and Jill is the same difference between training for recreational gymnastics, where you're a little toddler rolling around on the floor and playing with colorful blocks and competitive gymnastics where you're trying to hone a skill set. Um, when you're social dancing, if you're dancing with the right people, of course, it shouldn't matter how good you are or what you look like when you dance, because what matters is the connection. If you're both having fun, if you're both enjoying the music, if you're connecting with each other. But if you're dancing in a Jack and Jill, the priorities have shifted. Now the people are looking from the outside uh, at your connection with your partner, but also at your form, your timing, it becomes a lot more of a serious endeavor that requires time and effort to put in. It's like being conversational in a language versus being fluent. There's that extra step, that extra push that you have to take to get there. And something that I have been telling my students recently is that if you are expecting to do well in Jack and Jill, it's a new Zook journey. It's no longer part of your normal Zook journey. It is a new discipline that you're going to have to invest the proper amount of time and effort and unfortunately money, if you're going to pay for lessons and whatnot, into. There are a couple of students in D.C. who have organized mock Jack and Jill trainings. Um, districts used to organize those before the pandemic and I think probably will again. And it's you know, an opportunity for the students to, to practice and feel like what it feels like to dance under pressure, because not only do you have to hone your skills and, and your aesthetics, but you also have to make sure that that all comes out under pressure and that under pressure, you don't crack and suddenly forget how to find the beat <laughs> or, you know, how to hit phrases in the music. So it really is a separate skill set and something that needs time and investment and, and serious effort put into it. And so I try to tell my students to be real with themselves. And if they're not putting in that amount of time, that's okay. But they can't expect great results out of a Jack and Jill if they're not able to put in that time. So if you're going to treat it like it's something you do for fun, then you have to treat the outcome like it's something you do for fun. Uh, if you're going to treat it seriously, then you can treat the outcome more seriously. So I feel like I covered most of the things. Oh, one thing that I did forget to mention was that as I trained more as a follow, I realized that I had actually quite a bit more agency in the dance than previously thought. I was not really at the mercy of my lead as much as I thought I was previously. You still kind of are, but there are hits in the music that are ways that you can hit the music as a follow that do not interfere with the lead. There are ways that you can sort of quote unquote hijack the lead so that you can pause the dance and, and express whatever you want to express. Um, you see this a lot in West Coast Swing Jack and Jills, which is what Larissa modeled the Brazilian Zouk Jack and Jills after. In West Coast Swing, there is much more of a conversation happening between the leaders and the followers. The followers take control a lot more often um, to express themselves and the leaders are prepared for that. Uh, in Zouk, a lot of times you'll see in uh, Jack and Jill's that when the follow hijacks and does something, 
the leaders don't know what went on and they kind of freeze. So that's something that can be trained as well is the ability to adapt more and um, help your partner if they want to contribute to give them space to do that. Now I think I've covered everything. Thank you for asking me to participate in this. Let me know if you need anything different. And uh, yeah, these views that I have expressed here do not uh, are not the views of the Brazilian Zouk Dance Council or its affiliates or District Zouk. <laughs> uh, and that's all. All right, bye. So there we have it, a peek inside the minds of Urban Kids and Brazilian Zouk Jack and Jill competitors. I hope you guys enjoyed that podcast and now have some more context into what goes on inside their minds before they compete, while they're competing, and also after they're competing. Um, it's interesting to see the journey of Jack and Jill competitions from West Coast Swing to into the Brazilian Zouk world and now it's starting to spread out into the urban kids and also the salsa bachata world as well and so yeah I wanted to kind of just give a little bit of context because I know there's a lot of questions about it because it's something new especially in our urban kids scene so I just wanted to kind of provide some insights to help us navigate into that future and I think I might try to do another podcast here in the future with Larissa and Darius uh, Larissa is the person that started the Brazilian Zouk Dance Council on the Zouk side, which kind of helps run all the competitions to make sure they're all running from the same competition format, um, structure, uh, training the judges. And now there's even training for DJs and things of that nature. And Larissa also is a part of the West Coast Swing world who brought it to the Brazilian Zouk world. Yeah. So that might be coming up in the future if I can get a hold of them. But once again, thank you so much for tuning into the podcast. I'm going to try to be more consistent with my podcast coming up here in 2023. And yeah, if you're interested in competing at NeoKids Jack and Jill 2023, those tickets are live now. You can find the link in the show notes for the podcast. I hope you guys are enjoying the holidays and I wish you all a happy new year. Thank you for checking out the Dance Your Heart on Fire podcast today. Be sure to check out neokizomba.com for links to everything that we chatted about today, as well as some awesome free resources to enhance your Kizomba journey. Oh,